Hey filmmakers, Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. Welcome to today's episode of Filmmaking Stuff. This is the podcast for those of you that want to take action and make your movies now. The European film market's coming up. It's one of the important film markets. And if you've never heard the concept of film markets, it's a place where people who work in the motion picture industry meet. And in this case, they meet face-to-face in this post-COVID world, thank goodness. Uh, but they meet face-to-face to do deals on motion pictures. Um, if you've worked in any other industry, most industries have trade shows. So, you know, set aside the fact that this is for the motion picture industry, the way that you visualize it is this is a trade show. But these markets are vitally important. And joining us to talk about the importance of film markets and specifically the European film market is Tom Malloy. Tom's been working with filmmaking stuff for quite a quite a while now, uh, Tom. You've been with us for a while, and uh, you, you you're you're the lead instructor. You teach what you actually do in the industry professionally. And anyway, I'm really happy to have you on today's show because I know you're packing up, um, and I think you know you're you're going to hit the road pretty soon. So I appreciate you taking some time to talk to us about the European film market. Um, so I guess to get started, you know, can you tell us a little bit about your experience in your European film market and, you know, I guess specifically, how does EFM differ uh, from some of the other markets like AFM? Hey, thank you, Jason. Well, EFM, the European film market, is is in Berlin and it's in February every year. And it, and I, I'd like to note it's been canceled the past two years because of COVID. And the last one that took place was February 2020 which the next month afterwards was the, the, you know, when everything changed in March of 2020. But um, it, you had some questions. I mean, your, your question was, was really focusing on how is it different than the others? And I just was talking to somebody this morning and I was saying that every time I go to this, another market, which, you know, it's EFM in February, then can in May, and then the American film market, AFM in November, um, I go, oh yeah, that's my favorite one. So I'm about to do that with EFM and go, yeah, this is my favorite market. It's different because I'd say compared to the other, compared to Cannes is this gigantic mecca. And you also have the film festival going on at the same time in Cannes that is this spectacle, biggest film festival in the world, huge, huge stars there. And so Cannes is, is this monster and it's the biggest market. AFM is great and it's super focused and it's in Santa Monica and there's a lot of fun events that go on at the same time. And note that the AFM and EFM also have film festivals tied to it. You have the Berlin Film Festival for Berlin and you have the uh, AFI Film Festival for the AFM, but they're not as intertwined as Cannes is. Um, The AFM is great and it's focused and it's run very efficiently, but I'd say the hands down most efficient is the European film market. It's definitely very German, very efficient. And it's the most focused meetings. Every meeting at EFM is real. I remember one producer saying that to me. Every meeting at EFM is real, meaning they're, that one's so specific and focused that you don't get the fringe just kind of going there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so everybody that's there, if you're able to go there and get a meeting, you're taking meetings with legitimate, serious people that are working in the business. Uh, yeah, that's great stuff. I mean, you know, when you think about it, like the markets are all different. But we are talking about, you know, worldwide distribution, really. And so you're doing deals with people from all over the world. What what challenges do you see when you're at the European film market, uh, maybe specific to like the European film industry, 
that might be a little bit different than what you're, you know, you might experience over at AFM. And how are you working to navigate those? I've always felt that the EFM has a little bit more of that European flair, like meaning they'll take more art house and indie movies than the American film market in Cannes is looking for bigger films, you know, bigger theatrical films. The American film market may be looking for more Americanized movies. And, but the European film market does have a little bit more of a European flair. They'll take more of the art house films. But look, when you go to the current trends and challenges, look, the challenges is that buyers don't pay what they used to pay. That's the biggest challenge. And everybody's dealing with it and facing it, you know, because there's not as much revenue on the other side. That's the one challenge. The trends, trends have always been roughly the same, it seems, you know, is that they want the wash movies. I, I learned that from my buddy Stu uh, over at ITN, wash, which is Western action sci-fi horror. And uh, I would say action is the most sought after genre. So that hasn't changed, right? You see, so those they want the genre type films. And like I said, the reason I mean European flair art houses, I mean, maybe a little bit more slow moving, maybe a little bit more um, elevated type of things that they'll be more interested in than maybe some of the other markets would. I think, you know, going back to like talking about some of the other markets and stuff, like when people go to AFM, I think oftentimes they go with maybe the approach that they're hoping that they're going to meet somebody, you know, that's going to fund their films and make things happen. Um, and, you know, by all means, those things do happen, but I just always have the vibe that the European film market's a little bit different. And I know, I, I know a lot about your background, obviously, because we've been working together for a while. You've, you've raised a lot of money through private equity to, to fund your films and that kind of stuff. But, you know, you're reaching a point also where you're starting to do some of these studio level deals. How, how does that, how does, I guess what I'm trying to say is like the European film market, how does that fit in sort of like your film funding landscape? In addition to the stuff that you're doing for your distribution company, are you also over there looking to connect the dots and, and raise funding? And, and how would that work in the European market versus like, let's say the US market? At any of these markets, there's opportunities and you're going to run into producers and potential financiers. Uh, the key I would say that you would be looking for as a filmmaker the most would be a distribution company or a sales company that could be interested in your film and give you some type of financial commitment, whether it's a negative pickup, which means you film the movie, you shoot it, and then when you deliver it to that company, they give you X amount of dollars um, or some type of gap financing or something like that. Or sometimes, you know, a lot of them these days are financing movies. So, uh, I specifically have one or two projects that are kind of in the back pocket that we'll be looking for potential financing on. But at the same time, we're, we're there also selling movies through Glasshouse. Um, but if I was a filmmaker going there, I'd be trying to get involved with one of these sales and distribution companies. And, you know, it's funny that bringing this up, we we're talking about trends before and that I was, I was focusing on the trends of the genres, but really some newer trend that I, I'm kind of just popping into my head right now is that a lot of sales agents and distribu distributors are making their own films. So it's like meaning they're producing, they're financing. So you need to get in with those companies. It's not as much meeting a high net worth individual that's going to finance. It's more about meeting a company that'll get behind your film. Well, it sounds like, you know, if you're to sum everything up, you know, it, 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 it always comes back to personal and professional relationships. Like, who do you know, but more importantly, who knows you? And 
again, I, I've watched you work these markets. I, I, when we were first getting to know each other, I remember we had meetings together at AFM and uh, <laughs> it was a pretty good laugh, man. Um, but it talk, you know, for somebody just listening to this, it's just getting the idea of like these film markets. Can you talk more about the importance of like networking and building, you know, strong relationships with, I guess, international distributors, sales agents, and any other, you know, industry types that you would find at EFM? Um, wh what would you say that, you know, how, how much does relationships factor into that? And what's your strategy? One thing I always tell people, and you know, there's a lot of people out there that that are kind of afraid to network and, and nervous about it, and going, "Oh, is, I'm, maybe I'm socially awkward or something like that." The best part about any of these markets, EFM, can AFM, is that everybody's there for the same reason. So, having a conversation with someone and telling them exactly why you're there and what you're looking for is completely accepted. You know, and saying, uh, "Can I can I give you my business card or can I get a business card?" is completely accepted. And any of the, any permutation of that, you know, can I reach out to you after the market? Can, can I give you a pitch on my film? It's all accepted. So that's the best part. And, but you know, the, I'm going to stress something that I've, I've continually stressed through all the, the filmmaking stuff, HQ and the videos and everything that, that we promote that so much of my game and my success has come from my ability to follow up. You know, I will walk out of every market with a stack of business cards. Like I, I could see the stack that I still have from AFM on my desk, right? And every time I will follow up with every single person on that card, unless it's like, you know, the, the person's like, yeah, we're, you know, we sell cardboard or something, you know, something that just doesn't apply to me. But every single person that I meet, I will follow up with and send an email, even if I don't know what our relationship could be. You know, the, the, the email may be like, hey, let's let's have a Zoom or let's meet up for coffee and figure out if there's a way to synergize, that type of thing. Follow up with everybody. You know how many times even people take my business cards at, at American Film Market or can, hey, I have this uh, project I want to show you. I'll email you the details. And I don't even get an email from them. So they didn't even take that first step. That's crazy to me. Follow up is the key. So important to build those relationships, do the networking. And even if it is, you go out to lunch or you go on a Zoom and nothing happens from it. Okay, you have that relationship in the future and maybe some down where down the line, you might need that person and you may be able to work together. You're, you're working at the European film market. You know, you're over there again. You're representing your distribution company while you're over there and you have a catalog of motion pictures that you're looking to get out and make some deals. But, you know, are, are you over there? Are you looking to find, you know, motion pictures? Are you looking for the next talent, if you will. Um, I don't know. I always, I always think like there's so many people, especially listeners, you know, where, where maybe you kind of feel like there's a certain part of this industry that's star search where you're just looking for the next big thing. Um, I'd love to know, you know, your thoughts, because again, like the European film market's different than what you might experience at AF, AFM. What are your thoughts, you know, in that whole networking thing, if you meet somebody that has some different ideas for a motion picture, you know, is this something that you're looking for or are you primarily looking for fully finished motion pictures ready for the marketplace? Well, I would say you got to stick to what you know, um, meaning we know and we're getting better at it with Glasshouse Distribution, which is my film sales and distribution company, what films make the money for us, right? So we're always on the lookout for the same thing. The key is it's one of those things where the rules change but they really ultimately stay the same right you know and there's it's like 
the film business is this big gigantic ship and you can't turn that ship around immediately. So it's, it's, it'll veer left and right, but at the same time, it's still probably going towards its course. So I would say discovering new talent is, is an interesting thing because you never know who's going to walk in your uh, suite. You know, in the case of EFM, we have a suite at the Marriott. It usually takes place between the Marriott and the Gropius Bow, which is um, more of the trade show type of floor with the booths and Marriott is suites like AFM. Um, and you never know who's going to walk in, show you something where it's like, oh, that's really cool. That looks like a great movie. But core, core, getting down to it, it's talented filmmakers making really good films and good genre films where you go, oh, this is an awesome looking action film or this is a fantastic horror movie. This looks really amazing. Those type of things, they will always, always uh, be the core of, of success in this business. I know a few years ago, you know, as we've been talking, like COVID's changed everything. You're now doing everything face-to-face again. Um, and you also have, you know, you so much experience going to all these different markets. So what, what do you think the in, in terms of the global landscape for motion picture, you know, deals, how much of a role do you think uh, the European film market is going to play in the future? Do you think that's going to grow more? And uh, what changes you know, looking at the European film market and the other markets out there, what, what changes and trends do you see happening in the world, you know, moving forward? Well, it'll be very telling this year at the EFM to see how it is. Um, I think that there was less people at the AFM this year. And one of the main reasons was the Euro is very low in comparison to what it used to be. It used to be like Euro was like 1.6 to $1. So it was cheap for the um, Europeans to come over here. And now the euro is is almost identical to the dollar. So a lot of Europeans didn't come over uh, for AFM. And it was sparsely attended compared to years past. Now, EFM, we're hoping, has a big comeback. And remember, like I said earlier on, it's it was canceled twice, uh, 2021 and 2022. 2020, when it was canceled last year, it was just shocked to everybody. Everybody thought it was going to happen. Then it was just shockingly canceled. So you have a situation where we we don't quite know. It's been three years since we've been to the EFM because there hasn't been one in three years, you know? And so you, we ha- I have to see um, how it is. Hopefully my thought on the future is that it will continue to be strong and a very focused market and an efficient market. And of the markets, we spend the least at EFM because it is the most efficient and we only take myself and my, my worldwide head of sales um, to that market. So changes in the industry is a different question. And in changes in the industry, it's like, you know, I just wish the platforms would pay more <laughs> for, for movies. That's it. You know, so I, the change I see in the industry is people trying to make movies for less money because they can't get as much money in the back end. But I would love to see buyers coming in and being able to give filmmakers their the value of their movie. And the only way they could do that is if there's money on the other end because they're not going to they can't just take the hit and lose money. So they're paying less because the the platforms are are giving them less. So I you know all of it all in all would love to see an increase in the revenues to keep the business. Tom, thanks so much for coming by and sharing some some more of your uh, knowledge and experience with our listeners. I uh, really appreciate it, especially knowing how busy you are. Um, I want to wish you all the best for EFM, and I can't wait to get your updates while you're out there. Yes, thank you, Jason. Happy to do it. And uh, hopefully I'll see some filmmakers there at EFM. Uh, Please come by and say hello. 
And uh, in the meantime, keep keep pushing forward on all your movies. Hey, and to all of you listening to today's episode, I want to thank you as well for taking time to listen uh, to, frankly, all of these episodes. You know, we've been doing this podcast for quite a while, and it's folks like you that that help us keep going and give us the motivation to continue and also give us, you know, your questions because it gives us good ideas for sharing different information with you. In fact, if you're looking for, you know, maybe more advanced filmmaking information, uh, you can check out some of the courses that Tom Malloy has created. Uh, you can head on over to filmmakingstuffhq.com. That's all one word, filmmakingstuffhq.com. And you can check out all the stuff that Tom Malloy put together. I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Thanks so much.